my god i had to i had to get it in there had to get it in there so i'm sorry i'm not like this in real life i swear (laughs) um so technically i'm still in disney yeah you are yeah um but i think we're planning to already go back next year Mm. all hallows eve so um that's gonna be so much fun you want to come with stop it i'm not playing how long would you go for though? it'd be like a three day then i'm done 29th the 30th and the 31st oh april october (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i just said wicked brain fire (laughs) holy shit yes yes and mo yes okay so I'm I was like, to, I don't want to go in the summer. Because <laughs> Javi's, Javi's like, I want to go back for Christmas and I want to go back for Halloween. So we're trying to do it like, well, I'm trying to do it like three years in a row. Mm. So okay, While the kids are still young and yeah. we'll enjoy it. So hopefully next year we can go for Halloween and then the following year we can go for Christmas. And for Christmas, I want like, we all fucking go in. If that means I got to pay for the whole goddamn trip and you guys can just pay your own airfare. We're going. Oh, we're going. We're going. Yeah, I, I'll I'll happily happily tag yeah, along. Skip fucking Christmas with everyone else. It's a once in a lifetime. That's if we really go not, though, but... we'll we'll need one more adult with us. Because like when we do whatever, like the Christmas one or the October, we need to have an adult with us. We can leave the kids with them, and then you and I can go to Universal. Yeah, Javi's the adult. Yeah, keep keep them with Javi, and we'll go yeah. to Universal ourselves yeah. and go on Hogwarts. Yes. In Jurassic Park? Oh, my God. Yeah. So That's um, a fun time. We're doing three days there. And three days at Disney this time around. Oh, you are going this time? Yes. Are you kidding me? Did you think that I was going to go all the way over there and live right... Not live, but stay across the street from Hogwarts and not visit? Okay, well, I didn't know you were going. I know. Fuck yes, I am. Yo, that ride, the Hogwarts ride. Yo, some of them are down right now. Not the roller coaster. Some of them are down, like... um. Hagrid's ride, Hagrid's motorcycle ride, that shit's down. That's fine. You don't need that one. You need oh. the Hogwarts one. Oh, yeah. Like the one where you go in the building? Yeah. Even the line getting there is super cool. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I had such I a blast. And I'm but, an adult. So, what I was thinking was if we go for Halloween and Christmas, we would stay at Magic Kingdom. Oh, I've never stayed there. Have you ever gone? Yeah. Oh, you've but gone I- to Disney? Yeah, as a child. Oh, I didn't. Don't tell me like that. I've never <laughs> been, bitch. Jesus. No, I've never been recent. Like, I think the last time I was 13, 12, okay. something like that. No, I would want to And stay. I remember being miserable and hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would want to stay in the park for that. Mm. So then at that point, if we would want to go visit Universal, we would have to stay outside of the park for like another like two days or something. I just want to see what that getup looks like with Jack Skellington marching all around that bitch. I need this. I need this in my life. We're going. Okay, good. We're doing it. Um. Oh, here we are. Hi, yeah, guys. we're recording. Hi. Hi. We were just talking. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you for eavesdropping. Um, yeah. Bitches, <laughs> <those> bitches. <laughs> so, if you're new here, my name is Man. She's Joe. Wicked Awkward Masses coming at you every Wednesday with pop culture things like movies, books, TV, and music. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wham Six One Seven. What is the definition of pop culture? Popular culture. Is it? Mm-hmm. Because I've recently what's come new, to what's understand trendy. that that's not what it is. No, I know. It's like old shit. Like they have the first Mac computer in the museum shit. Like the first Game Boy Color shit. Yes. Popular culture. That was popular. But what's popular now and trending? I'm cracking my knuckles if y'all hear a pop. Sorry. Is it TikTok? Ooh. Is that what's pop culture? I'm going to be guess. really sad if it's not a tangible thing. Like Tamagotchi's pop culture. Fuck yeah. Oh my God. That's a tangible thing though. Yeah. You can't put TikTok in a museum. No, you can't. <sighs> we digress. Crisis. And it, let's, let's talk about what we got to talk about. fucking kids upstairs, I swear to God. It's, 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 um, it's environment. You get our, an atmosphere. You're here with us. <laughs> You're here with you us. You hear the cars the and train, the train. The po-po. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. That's rough. That's rough. 
God damn. Okay, listen. I'm, I'm going to just get into this because we're wasting the times and I don't have any good stories from work. Uh, but I have something to share. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Yes, the fuck. You- <laughs> Who did you go with? I went with Daniela uh, okay. because she bought me the tickets for Christmas. I don't know why I thought the scribe bought you the tickets. No. I don't no, this know. was like, Daniela was like, give me a list. And I was like, okay, you can use this list to pick one thing for my birthday and for Christmas. She never does. She buys and she all of it. Yeah, because I, I, I should have known better. Anyway, she bought me tickets to go see Trevor Wallace at the Webster Theater in Boston. Yeah. So we went at the end of March. If y'all don't know who that is, he's uh, one of the hosts of Stiff Socks, Amanda's favorite podcast. Near and dear to me heart. Um, and he just does a lot of shit online, like a lot of funny videos. So good. Yeah, he, oh, he's so good. Um, did you so, die? Did you die? Oh, we both did. Oh, God, uh, we both did. And it was it was fabulous because we knew our seats and we were like, we were worried because it was the first balcony. But it's such a small, like, intimate theater that... No, yeah. It, like, it's like the Palladium. Like I the could first see the balcony. color of his eyes, Yeah, basically. Ooh, well, That's the blonde one, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, the dude with black hair is Michael. Blastine. He came to... And you know what? That night that we were in Boston... Guess who else was in Boston? We didn't see them, but I wish we did. It was Tom Holland and Zendaya. Oh yeah, because I, I guess she's filming around. something. Yeah, and I, I was heard like, they were around. "Are they gonna be here? <laughs> <laughs> Are they right behind me?" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was looking. <laughs> um, no, he had he had a great opener. I forget their name, but it was just <sighs> I was in love. I had hard eyes the whole time. Oh, he was funny. There were some rude people in the front that he had to tell to shut up because I kept talking. And I was like, guys, you're giving us a bad name. Well, the name is Massholes. And I think that we all wear it proudly at this point. Yeah. But he got a lot of audience participation, which is good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You've got hecklers everywhere. So he just goes with it, which was really great. Um, But besides those assholes being annoying, it looked like he had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And he does, he's been doing like a tour vlog and he did like a, a quick little Boston thing of his time in Boston. I was like, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he had fun. Aww. He did a lot of Paul Revere jokes. Of course. He's like, maybe the British weren't coming. Maybe he was coming. <laughs> oh God, of course. <laughs> but anyway, it was a good time. If if he comes in your area, he's still on tour. The Are You That Guy tour. Hmm. Go see him because he's, it was, it was the, tickets were wicked cheap like 30 40 bucks well it's the webster yeah yeah go see it i mean he's great he's hilarious we were dying the whole time that's awesome and we were stone cold sober that that podcast is fucking i mean the snippets that i watch on tiktok are fucking hilarious i can't imagine even listening to the whole Um, episode he i feel like if it was them two like if the stiff socks tour I feel like I may have liked that better because they riff off each other you know really what I'm well. I'm still waiting for is Joe Sanagato to do something, bro. I need it. Yeah. But I want it OPL. I don't oh, want yeah. the basement yard. Like mm-hmm. him and Frankie are great, but I want OPL. Do you know they talked to an incel this last episode? A what? An incel. <sighs> so, a, a prisoner in a cell? Nope. That's no. No. <laughs> you said incel. It's in- an incel. So it's a person who has really negative, aggressive, awful thoughts about good-looking women and not finding them attractive, like sexually attractive. It's it's a whole thing. I've never it's heard a, of this. It's, it's like a it's a group of young men. I have to look it up because I'm I'm not doing the definition. If you guys don't know other people's lives podcast, it Girl, is oh fucking amazing. Way to be like. It, it literally just opens your mind to other people's lives. And yeah. it's like some of them are like a lot of the beginning stuff is like kink stories because that's all they can get their hands on. But there are things in there like, oh, my dad killed somebody for me mm-hmm. um, or really sad shit like I'm pro anorexia or uh, my mom sold me to uh, uh, sex trafficking yeah. or whatever. Or her mom sex trafficked her or whatever. Or even interesting I, stuff like um, schizophrenia. Uh, flat earthers. Yeah. So, incel, I-N-C-E-L, a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associating with views that are hostile towards women and men who are sexually attractive. That's interesting. That they say. 
Oh, women, I'm gonna listen to that women, one. Women can smell when you're just like trash, and they fuck those bitches. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fucked up shit. Yeah. Wow. And I, so I don't know if you heard. I brought up the pro anorexia one mm. because it's probably. Oh, this is gonna sound terrible. Say it. It's probably one of my favorite episodes mm. because Joe gets so upset, mm. and he's like nothing you say to me will convince me that being pro anorexia is a good fucking thing Mm -hmm. and this girl was like no it is because we're like supporting each other and no one else supports us and he goes absolutely fucking not Mm -hmm. like you guys are sick you need help so it gets like that in this episode joe gets very yeah and he he usually doesn't he has to feel a wicked certain way but push him and, and like he will come Piscean, out. Sorry to say it. You push us far enough, you're going to hear it. Mm-hmm. And he fucking love They did two episodes on Flat Earthers, and the first one oh is so fucking annoying. <laughs> the second one almost convinced me. Shut up. The second Shut up. one almost convinced me. But I want them to do it so bad. Now if- they have the anonymous tip line where people oh, call yeah, yeah, the anonymous yeah. line and just leave awful fucking. Yep. The scandal. Uh, I love it. I just, uh, I would uh, totally go 100%. see them. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, to think that it all started with Greg's book. I know he wrote a book, basically that uh, that yeah, plot. You know, like, yeah, he would like sit and like wonder and interview people. Like it's insane. I and think, then they just made it into a podcast. I think and it's Greg great. Dybeck is fucking genius. Oh hell yeah! This it's literally and the to think that they started by plucking people out of a Craigslist ad. Yeah, and now it's like they're getting swarms of fucking yep. people trying. Oh my god! I it's it's that. insane, and I just it. You know, listen to us too, but. If you want another podcast. <laughs> yeah, but come back to us, please. Yeah. Like, don't just <laughs> abandon us because we get hurts. We they they our- have an audience. We don't. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so well, let's get Joe on here. We have then. some supporters. Yeah, <laughs> right. Get Joe on here. Oh, my God. He would never. Not in Boston anyway because he's from no. New York. Did you see the last clip? I'm sorry. We're kind of like staying on this with him and Frankie talking about donuts. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, dude, I could go for a jelly donut right now. Frankie's like, hell yeah, yeah. Boston cream. Ew, ew. Joey. Yeah. I don't even like Boston cream donuts. Uh. And he goes, what do you mean, ew? Wait, it's one of the best donuts around. I'm like, you're absolutely incorrect. And yep. we're from here. Yep. yep. No, Boston cream is not. It's trash. Fight me. Go yeah. ahead. No. The only ones that are worth it that have the cream in the middle is like vanilla cream powdered donuts. Don't. No. What do you mean no? Nah. No. Jelly donut or none. No stuffing. I'm I don't sorry. want nothing filled. It doesn't taste like the Boston cream. It's just so, it's vanilla cream. It's no, like a fro- but it's vanilla. I don't like it. Now the they have chocolate, chocolate too. cream ones. Yes, yes, I used to make. Listen, when they I have was, those, when I was promoted to baker, it was my job to stuff the donuts. Bro, you wanted my donuts. Wait, they were, they where? Were. Where did you work? What? At Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking of bakery. <laughs> well, I mean, it's. Yeah, no, I got you. So we would get like the donut mm-hmm. empty. Yeah. And then we would sit there and oh. fill it. You wanted the donuts that I filled. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, because I hate it when it's like a little blip. Yeah, it's a little she, dollar. They used to tell me like, it's just the one pump. And I'm like, nah, no, I'm for like two and a half. <gasps> and it would just be like, at the same. Yeah. You needed a whole dish. You needed a Jodo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I could go for a Jodo. I can go for my Joe cream donut. But I'm just going to go to Subway and get a b- boring ass sandwich because, you know, health and all that. Cheat day's coming. It's okay. I, yesterday was a cheat day. Ooh. All right. Um, I I don't want to tell a story about work because it's really sad, but uh, I thought. So we're going to skip it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> no, it's really sad. Um, I'm going to start with. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to mention this, but I'm not going to talk about the thing because I refuse to talk about the thing because everybody else is talking about the thing. But shortly after the Oscars, I saw this movie had won three. And I watched it because I recognized. I think I recognized almost everybody in it. Mm. So the movie movie is is called Coda. Okay. And all uppercase because yeah. CODA stands for Children of Deaf Adults. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I found it on Apple TV. 
do yourself a fucking favor because this was a work of art. Would you know what it won for? I think it was. um, I'll look it up. So the cast. Hold on. Let me let me look up the awards before, because honestly, I don't know their cast, uh, the cast names. I don't even watch the Oscars anymore. I didn't like, no- either. I mean, what the fuck do I want to watch? No, but I'm just saying, like, any award people show. people sucking their dicks for. Mm. <laughs> I'm all set. Okay. Three Oscar awards. Best motion picture of the year. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Best adapted screenplay. Okay. All right. Those okay. are pretty good ones. So, um... Coda became the first movie produced by a streaming service to win Best Picture. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So the cast is, her name is Amelia Jones. Uh, she is 17-year-old Ruby Rossi. Let me see if she's been in anything else. This is awards. Where am I looking for? Filmography? Mm-hmm. I've seen her in, oh, Lock and Key. That's where it Ah. is. She's the sister. Yep. Now, Marley Matlin is a deaf actress who was in Switched at Birth. You've never seen Switched at Birth? Oh, yes. I haven't seen it, but I know it. Yeah. So she was the mother of, um, oh, God. It was, you know how the redhead had the best friend? Yep. Yep. His mom. Her. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, Dad, Troy Kutzer, the only time I've ever seen this man was in an episode of Criminal Minds. Okay. And he's also a deaf actor. Um, He's in the number 23 with Jim Carrey. Mm. It's it's this guy. I don't know if you recognize him. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. And then, so that's Dad. And then brother, the brother, his name is Leo Rossi. He's played by Daniel Durant. He's also a deaf actor. He was also on Switch Stamp Birth, and he was in You. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I know him. Okay. So we have the family, Ruby. We have Jackie, who's mom, Frank, who's dad, and then Leo, who's brother. Now, Ruby is the only hearing person in her family. Okay. Okay. And every morning before school, Ruby, her dad, and her brother go out. They're from here in Massachusetts and Gloucester, I think. They go out and um, they own a boat and they fish. They're fishermen. And then they sell their fish to whatever. It's whatever the trade is. She has been an interpreter for this family her entire life. And Mm. now Ruby is at the age where she's looking into going to college. Mm. She goes to a normal hearing high school. Um, but she's kind of an outcast because where she grew up with both deaf parents and an older brother who's deaf, she didn't learn how to speak properly. So she sounded funny when she spoke. That's interesting. Yes, because nobody's there to teach her language other than signing. Mm -hmm. So she would sign very well, obviously, but her, she sounded like a person who was like deaf. Yeah. So she spoke really funny and she got made fun of. Because we speak of. like how our parents, yes. like how our and immediate so, family is. So she came from a very small town and that's what they're all known for. It's the only deaf family in town. Mm. And Ruby's the outcast because she grew up, you know, sounding really funny when she was little and she's grown up with that stigma. So she's very shy. Mm. Yeah. Keeps to herself. She's got a friend, I think. Um, But we open up and... It's her and her brother and her dad are out at sea and they're fishing and she's singing at the top of her lungs and she's so fucking good. Oh, and it's so sad because obviously they can't hear her. Oh, so she's and she's like, it. it it's really interesting to see um, because it makes you realize the things that you take for granted. Oh, yeah. Um, They wouldn't be able to do their job without her because when like the radio goes off, if there's an alert. How are they going to know? Right. They can't even hear the sounds that their engine is making. Things like that, right? Yeah. So you can see the family being very dependent on her translation, on like her translating. Uh, at the very epic, let me tell you, this movie was heartfelt and warm and. It hit all the right places. It did, but it was also <laughs> so fucking hilarious in the best way. So what? <laughs> So there's a scene where she's 
at the doctor's and dad is sitting like at the checkup table and mom's there too. And dad's describing the itching, burning pain in his balls. And Ruby is 17 years old and she's just like, and he's going on. He's like, it's like fire in my balls. And he's signing it. And like, there's subtitles. So you know what he's saying. And she's just staring at him like, you fucking piece of shit. How could you just have me sit here and have to explain what's going on in your balls? Like, that's Aww. the look that she's giving him. Oh, my God. So she tells the doctor in so many words, like, it itches and it burns. And then he goes on to say, my wife has it worse. Her vagina lips look like lobster claws. And it's oh just like, God. she is just mortified. And this doctor, it seems like he can make out some of it because he keeps pointing and, like, doing all these things. And the doctor is just like... <laughs> and so the doctor's like, you know, it's it's basically like you have a rash because you're always wearing wet underwear, talking to the dad, because he's a fisherman. Yeah. And he's like, and you can transfer that through Sex. intercourse. Yeah. So poor Ruby has to translate oh these things. Oh, my God. And the doctor's like, you know, we're going to give you ant- both antibiotics. You just have to stop having sex for two weeks. And Ruby's like, you can't have sex ever again. And they were like, what are you talking about? What what the fuck are you talking about? And they start to panic and sign really fast. And their doctor is like, what the fuck is go- like, the- what is going on? I just said, like, whatever. Yeah. So she's like, two weeks. And they're like, oh, no, doc, that's way too long. Like, it's just these little moments. Yeah. That are so wonderful. I love that. Yeah. Um, there's also a little moment where... And I don't, it's funny because I would, I would have never thought of this. She's at the kitchen table trying to do homework. And the three of them are like, dad's outside cleaning the grill and mom's in the kitchen doing dishes. And they aren't aware of how much noise they're making and she can't concentrate on her homework. Oh, yeah. So she plugs in. Yeah. Her headphones. And mom comes up to her and she's like, take your headphones off. That's rude. And she's like, how is that rude? Like, you guys can't even hear. So it's like little jokes like that that just make this so wonderful. Dad sits down across from Ruby in this moment and rips a fart. And she just like catches his attention and she goes like this. (laughs) And he signs to her with like this very somber look on his face. Do you know why God made farts smelly? Why? So that deaf people can enjoy them too. dynamic that there is like yeah. the family like they go on tinder together and they're swiping left and right for the sun together oh. they're very close they're very open mm. so Some much they too open um but she starts ruby starts to find herself through music and the instructor that she has for singing is like i think you have a shot at going to berkeley Damn. Yes, that's that's how good she is. So he tries to pull all the stops and he's training her and she's working extra hard on the boat because there's other things going on, obviously. Um, And now she's found with this decision to make whether do I stay here and help my family or do I go on to school and chase my dreams? But if I'm not here, who's going to help my family? Mm. So there's Talk this- about a fucking decision. Jesus Christ. Oh, when I tell you. That this movie is an 11 out of 10. I believe it. I can see it all over your face. Oh, my God. It just, it hit. Yeah. It fucking hit. And, and they're not even real people. Like, it's not a true story. No. But it could be. But, but this is very much the real life of these three actors who are yeah. deaf and mute. Mm-hmm. They have to depend on something. I mean, they don't have to because... It's really on us as hearing people to meet them more than halfway. Like mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's kind of incredible that they don't teach ASL in classes. I wish they did. I really did too. So like when I used to watch Switched at Birth, it's probably when I learned the most sign language ever. Cause for something like that, like usually I watch my movies while I'm doing things. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that with this because half the movie is mute. You have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Which um, I still don't know how you do that. What do you mean? Watch things without watching them. Girl, I need to watch every second so that I don't miss nothing. Oh, no. 
I I am about dialogue. And if I hear something that catches and I go back, like I, it's usually with something in front. Like if I'm doing dishes, you know, where I just look away momentarily Mm. like that. But like, I can't like clean my house and watch a movie. Like that's not going to work for me. But yeah, I um, can't know. There was a scene that like really fucking. I honestly don't know how I felt about it. It's just it was sad. But it's also like their reality, so I feel like I shouldn't feel sad about it. So she's up performing and singing, and they went, and obviously they can't hear anything. Um, so they depended on a friend who was um, <clears throat> signing for them to explain that she's like really good. And they were like, okay, like we'll take your word for it because they had doubts. They're like, what if she can't even fucking sing? Like, what if she sounds horrible? And they were watching the crowd. Like, dad was watching the crowd, and there was like a lady crying at front. And people were getting super emotional. And you can just see the frustration in him. Yeah. And this man is such an amazing actor that it's, it's, oh man, I just, I don't even know how, like, I can't, I could go on forever, but it's so fucking good. Just go watch Coda. It's on Apple TV. I fucking will. You want to share your login? (laughs) Yes, I will. Yes, I fucking will. Um, Along that same vein, Stuck in Love, TikTok made me watch it. Yeah, what is this? I don't know. I don't know if I've... So it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Oh, God. God, I haven't watched anything on Prime in a hot minute. I just said that fucking TikTok made me watch it because it was like, oh, what's one scene that always makes you cry? And it came up and it was for this movie. And I was like so intrigued by the scene that I was like, oh, my God, I need to know. I need uh, to know. I need to know. So stuck in love. Who do we have here? Ready for this cast? Oh, I'm ready. Greg Kinnear. Love him. Jennifer Connelly. Love her. Lily Collins. Love her. Kristen Bell. Okay. Homeboy Logan Lerman. Lerman. Uh, oh. Liana Liberato. Stephen King. No fucking way. What are you saying to me? This is not a King thing. Listen, <clears throat> it is, but it's not. So, family. The Borgans, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Greg, Jennifer Connelly, uh, Lily Collins, and his name is Nat Wolf. I don't recognize him from anything. I don't. But he seems doesn't... he was in Paper Towns. No idea. The Stand. I don't know. Anyways, so this is the family: brother, sister, mom, dad. Mom and dad have been divorced for a year. When we meet these guys, dad is a writer. He's an author who. Grew. Uh, he raised his kids to keep journals. He forced them to keep journals because he wanted his children to be writers. Mm-hmm. They don't have to work. He pays them to keep journals. Okay. Right? Because he wants his children to be writers. So Lily Collins is the oldest. She's 19 years old and she's just published her first book. Jesus Christ. Not the book that dad worked so hard on and edited and, and did all the... No. She wrote a smut book called Under the Pink. <laughs> keep going keep going right so <clears throat> rusty who is the brother um he's a very sensitive quiet boy keeps himself smokes a little weed um he I lives like with already. dad he lives with dad you get the sense that mom fucked up mm. because what's her name again sam samantha refuses to talk to her mother she's not spoken to her mother in a year this movie takes place in the span of three years and um dad is still very much hung up on mom and he's like nope she's gonna come back home and you know sam's like absolutely not you're fucking delusional like she's never coming home but hey i published my first book yeah um at 19 rusty is 16 years old and a huge king fan okay okay man i'm kind of in love with him already (laughs) the the publishing house that she published with i don't think it was smut and she just says that it's full of um sex and other things but she published with scribner Mm. which is a king publishing house yep and rusty was fucking pissed he's like oh yeah she's like you didn't have dibs on it he goes nah like this is fucked like i wanted that place right so um we move along and the main storylines are dad's sam's and um rusty and I feel like it's it's them dealing with the divorce. So dad is still hanging on to hope. He like creeps around mom's new house 
with her husband and watches them through the windows. Okay, that's creepy. Sam is very promiscuous. And she's not about, like, love until Logan Learman comes through and he's, like, trying to sweep her off her feet. And she's like, nah, dude, like, I'm not into you. Like, go away. I'm trying to yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah. And Rusty is a hopeless romantic mm-hmm. who ends up falling for the junkie girl at school. Of course. Yeah. And it's just them dealing through life mm-hmm. and their trials and tribulation and how that all goes and trying to... You know, still live up to their dad's dream and shit like that. Yeah. There's really nothing to it, but I give it like an eight. Okay. Because it was just, Obviously, you wouldn't be talking it was, about it in such a good way. It was good. It was really good. I, I don't know what it is about it. What was the scene that made them cry? Can you even so say it? So the scene was, um, so the, the family for um, Sam's, book release party mom showed up uh <clears throat> unannounced and um it was logan learman's character what was it lewis uh it was lou's idea to call her and be like you should come even if she whatever like you should just be there because i think that at the end of the day she would want you there mm-hmm. so she shows up and sam is ruthless she's like can you sign this for me and she's like what's your name what's your fucking name no name, no personalized note. You just got a fucking signature. Be on your fucking way. Wow. Like she's not about it. Mm-hmm. So um, Rusty had brought his girlfriend to the party and she'd gone missing at some point in the night. Uh, she does a lot of coke and she's an alcoholic as well. And they find out that she had run off with some dude. And the scene that TikTok shows you is... Dad's driving, mom's in the front seat, and Rusty's in the back seat with Sam, and he's holding on to his girlfriend, and she's, like, wrapped in a blanket, and when he looked into the bank- into the blanket, he started to cry. And I didn't understand why. Then I watched it, and I lost it. I lost it. I fucking lost it. It was so sad. Wow. I kind of want to watch this now. <sighs> it was. It's only an hour and a half. Oh wow, that's a lot. That's a lot in an hour and a half. An hour and a half? Yeah, I don't know. That's what movies used to be. I that's know. short now. That's a kid movie. Yeah. Yeah. Now movies are like two hours, three hours. I like that. Amazon Primo, you said. Yeah. Stuck in love. Um, did it come out recently? Was it or is it? Um, what is this from? <laughs> 2012. Are you serious? I was getting excited because I was like, I haven't seen Logan in anything it's recently. R. It's 2012. An acclaimed writer, Wida, Wida, a Wida, his his ex wife and their teenage children come to terms with the complexities of love in all its forms over the course of one tumultuous year. At the end of this, it's been three years, Um, but it definitely is that. It's just like them, and and it is it is love in different forms. It is um, because dad's holding on to mom, hoping that she'll come back. Sam does not believe in love because whatever happened between mom and dad, she, she witnessed want. and she's like, it doesn't, it doesn't even, that's not real. Mm-hmm. And then you have Rusty, who's a hopeless romantic. So it's just, and then you see it like Rusty's girlfriend, you know, when uh, she, they, they had a thing, like a scuffle at a party or whatever. And she looked at him and she's like, I think you're going to be good for me. And I was like, well, that's really fucking selfish. Yeah. And then you have um, Logan Learman's character, Lou, who... Lou who? Lou who? (laughs) Louis, who is like... He keeps pushing. Like, he's going to make this girl believe in love. And, you know, it goes from there. And then it's like, you see what mom's going through. And then... So, Kristen Bell's in this. I was just going to say, where's she coming? So, she lives down the beach because they live on a house on the beach. So, Sam's off in school, but Rusty lives with his dad. And um, they live on the beach, and she runs every morning right onto dad's dick. What? I'm sorry, what? It's his weekly lay. She's his week, but she's married. Oh, my she's God. She's married. <laughs> she, she, like, on her morning run, stops to fuck this man, and she helps him put together, like, a dating profile. Like, it's like his best friend, almost, who just happens to... He just happens to fuck, and she's married. That's fine. That's so funny. Yeah. It's Kristen Bell, though. Yeah. And Stephen King comes in, but I don't want to tell you on air 
how he makes his appearance. Um, but it's actually he's obviously cool. himself, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say and that man don't. <laughs> he's not physically in the movie. You just hear him. But I'll tell you okay. afterwards. Okay. Yeah. That's really um, cool. But both movies, Coda and Stuck in Love, were definitely feel good movies. Really nice. If you if you're having a bummy day or something, or and you, you just, just need to feel warm, and you just want to watch something nice that just punches you in the fucking feels. This is it. Both in in them. a good way, not a bad yeah, way. No, in the in the best ways possible. Yeah. Um. Let's get into some Marvel shit, bro. Hell yeah. I'll be quick with mine because I don't want to give too much away. I'm if you want, tell you right now that I heard all bad shit. That's what I've heard too, actually. But me and Howie have a tendency not to believe it because I hear bad shit about some of the stuff that we watch on here and then we give it really good ratings. Mm. And I don't know why that is. So did you enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I like during it, I was on the fence. By the way, we're talking about Morbius. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Morbius. My <laughs> I bad. forgot. I saw it in theaters yesterday. It's the only place you can watch it. Yeah. Um, the first reason why I wasn't like into it was because of all the bullshit that I'm hearing about Jared Leto. So, in like his pennant, his penchant for pension, his what the, what is that word? His his taste in young girls. Oh. So I kept thinking about that because I just read something, so it was like messing with me a little bit. Is he into younger women? Yeah. How much younger are we talking about? Like before eighteen, <laughs> like young teenagers. No. And there's like a lot. So what? recent, yeah. Oh, and how he's like leading a cult with his band, and it's a whole th- look it up because that. So anyway, it was like that's what I was thinking about. All right, so you have Jared Leto as Doctor Michael Morbius, right? Um, other actors we have um, as Martine Bancroft. We have Adria Arjona. I haven't seen her in anything before. Mm. Doctor Emil Nicholas, who's Jared Harris. He was Moriarty in the um, yeah the that guy mm-hmm. the British. I know. We have Matt Smith, y'all, who was Doctor Who. He was in uh, the tenth doc, excuse me, eleventh Doctor. Um, I can't remember what else he's a, he's a, like huge British actor, um, mostly known for Doctor Who. Oh yeah, that guy. Um, he was fantastic, and Archie's in it for like yeah, a second. A yeah. second, yeah. I was like, "Boy, you're wasted in this." And we're talking yeah. about Archie Renault, who's in Shadow and Bone, and he's just fantastic. Also, Tyrese Gibson. Oh yeah, he's is he the cop or something in this? Uh yeah, which he was also I felt very underutilized. I don't know, like he wasn't even like a main like he was the cop, but it didn't feel like it was tense. Like it okay. didn't feel like it was real I don't know. Anyway, so the whole plot is that Dr. Morbius was born with a rare blood disease. And it's basically they have to use like crutches, like it makes him very frail, very weak, um, out of him breath. And his brother? Well, he was in a a hospital de- like designated for young kids with this disease. So it's actually just another kid in the in the oh, hospital. Okay. And his name was Lucian, but for some reason he like named him Milo because any of his friends that he had in the hospital, he just named Milo okay. for like continuity's sake. Um and they grew up as brothers. And Dr. Mm. Nicholas was sort of they would give him blood transfusions because they needed like replenished blood in order to stay alive, basically. Okay. So these men make it to adulthood, and they're still very close. Dr. Morbius is working on um, a cure, basically, his whole life. Mm. He did create a synthetic blood that could just, you know, help replace so that you don't have, didn't have to depend on donations. Okay. Um, and he was, you know, made famous by that. Um, he was going to win a Nobel Peace Prize. So he and, was making some headway. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but he also had this fascination with bats, because there's a certain... Um, something in a bat's a vampire bat's body where it like it it's like platelets almost where okay. it could like create blood or like make it just work better. I don't know how okay. else to science some bullshit science yeah okay. So he and his um he goes to Costa Rica to like a cave and he gathers all these bats and he's gonna do research. So but he's like it's illegal and this is how COVID started basically. <laughs> Uh, so he, they end up going on a boat because into international waters so that there's no red tape so he can like do experiments or whatever. And what he wants to do is mirror, like take some bat DNA and put it with like human DNA to kind of bring those platelets in so that they could like 
create its own or something yeah so it could kind of be like a cure basically um and of course him and his best friend this milo they both have it so it's almost like it's a it's pushing him to just keep going and he'll go so far as to put himself in as a human trial okay so he does it on a mouse first and it like kills it for a second and then it comes back and he's like fuck it's working but he's also like helping real kids with this disease in like his own hospital Mm -hmm. and um he's like giving them the synthetic blood and it's like he's doing good yeah um but when he develops this synthetic whatever he of course injects himself on this of boat because he's, he you know, the damn. He didn't even wait to get to the lab. He just did it on the boat. He did well because that's where the lab where they were experimenting. Oh, okay, I got you. And um, I mean, this here is no secret. Morbius is he's basically like he can a, change at will into like a vampire, basically. Basically, but what I like here is that it's not just like oh, I'm just fangs and oh, I'm sexy and whatever. No, it's, it's actually kind of It's like really a bat. Ugly. Yeah. So he has like the ugly nose, the long teeth. They have really sunken in cheeks. No, they it's do, ugly as fuck. It yeah. is, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, And they do, they have this like echolocation ability. So it's 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 more bat, less vampy. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, So he does, this is no, no surprise. He like kills everybody on the boat because he can't control it at first. Okay. So what he does do is that He'll use his own synthetic blood to like, because he has to drink blood in order to keep it sort of like going. To keep him, yes, it's like his food source. Okay. So he can't eat regular food. He can't drink anything like a vampire. He can only have blood. Okay. And it, so it gives him super strength, super speed, whatever. Um, but he, because he doesn't want to be a monster like what he did on the boat, he wants to stay human. Right. So he's been taking his synthetic blood, but it's like weaning off. Like it's. It gives him shorter and shorter time spans as a human. So he's like, in order to, like... Like drugs. Basically. Like drugs. Um, And then... So, it, it, so it's, it's, a good, it's a good Marvel action movie. The effects were really cool. Um, yeah. I didn't even write notes on this one. I'm sorry. No. But I just saw it yesterday, so it should be good. Um, of course, there's there's a little bit of a love connection with his the doctor Martine who's with him, but it's not like crazy the whole story. It's Good. just a little side note, um, and I'm not gonna say anything about how it ends. However, I thought this was gonna be a one-off Marvel movie, and it's not. What you mean? Um, because there's two mid-credit scenes. There's no post. It was two like mid-credits because yeah. it's Marvel. Yeah. Um, and um, someone not like a huge someone, but someone that came in Iron, one of the Iron Man earlier movies, came into one of them. Met up with Morbius, and he's like, "Yo, we got to team up, bro." And so it kind of hints that there's going to be like another. Well, not if the Marvel fucking, Universe thing. Not if the rumors keep happening. Well, I know, but and I was like, "Fuck, they're gonna really." No, they're... yeah, this is this is gonna be. It's rolling into the Marvel Universe, but I thought uh, for some stupid reason I was like, "Oh, this is a cool like no, one off." No, it's nothing in Marvel is ever gonna be a one off no. anymore. I lo- I know that now. Yeah, but I will say that I wish it was a little bit. It, it kind of like built everything really quickly mm. to get to that point. So it felt like it was rushed. Mm. I think that's why people said they didn't like it, but I like the effects. I the only thing I, re- whoa, the only thing I didn't like about it was that there were a lot of cliche lines. Oh. Like, there's, I can't let the monster win. Like, um, um, it's super. There's, oh. I am who I am because you made me, and like all oh, this. God. It so it was very um. Like who wrote this? Uh, yeah, like every word, like the words they were he, they were saying. I was like, we've heard these a million times. Heard, yes, and even with like the romance bit with Doctor Martine, he's like, <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to. <laughs> you need to like stay away from me. And I was like, bitch, <laughs> you can't come up with something. He else. even said you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Oh god, and I was like. Hulk reference? I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, oh, my God. And then uh, one of the detectives was like, like Tyrese Gibson's detective buddy, his partner, was trying to be like the comedic relief, but he really wasn't that funny because oh it was all like expected jokes. I was like, okay. So I think that's why people don't like it. But it was so fun. Yeah, Jared Leto, he looks like more, like he looks like he's got the dark, long hair, the Jesus hair. Mm-hmm. But he also, and with like the bright eyes, he's wicked skinny. Yeah. He has the acting chops. So 
him as Morbius was gene like it was perfect, a perfect match. Yeah. Because he just looks the part. Yes. He also but again, doesn't age. All these were Yeah. He's like in his fifties, girl. Is. Yeah, he's fifty years. And I old. did not know that. Yeah. I couldn't believe that shit either. And I was like, wait, we weren't the same age in high school? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. No but way. it made sense because he was in my so called life. Yeah. And he was already oh, a teenager true. there. Yeah. And then I remember in Requiem for a Dream, he was in his thirties. That's true. And then yeah. after that, I just, it just saw didn't him click, in 30 though. seconds to Mars, and I was like, this is hot shit. Yeah. I know. See? So that's why, Still like, is. I hope the rumors aren't true, because then it would, whatever, it's just another douchebag. I mean, the same thing, look what happened to Jake Gyllenhaal, nothing's come from it. True. Um. Yeah, he's still big as ever, and mm-hmm. I, I still love, his acting is just so, I don't know, it's I've amazing, always loved him. So, Jared Leto, perfect. I love it. He can be joker and you know morbius and it Yo, all fits hated that joker oh i know i did too but i mean he's still was, like committed that version of yeah i just got mad because i thought he was gonna get more screen time and oh i know he and didn't. i remember watching the credits uh the trailers for that movie for Suicide oh and they squad or whatever him out yeah yeah and um i was like everyone's like oh my god it's gonna be great like joker and i'm like i don't think that joker is the villain He's not. I was like, I don't think that Joker is the villain because isn't Claire Delvige or whatever her fucking name is. She's in this and she's got an evil lady and where is she in all this? And I kept saying, and I'm like, he's not the villain. And he just ended up being the fucking. Yep. Stupid. Yep. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm glad. So, um, give it like a seven out of ten. Okay. Could have been better. Could have been better if it was For, better written. So I was talking about this to somebody at work. We were talking about the whole MCU thing that's going on. Obviously, we're like on the um I think we're on like the fourth or fifth wave of all of this shit. Mm-hmm. So like everything from like when you go into Disney Plus and you if you watch everything like up to the fourth I don't know if I forget what the fuck is it called. I'm sorry guys, hold on. Let me fourth? Yeah, it's they they have a certain I think it's a fourth phase. Is it the phase? Is that what it is? Yeah, because the first ones was like Captain America Iron Man. Yeah. So phase so yeah, so we're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe phase four right now. So that is like WandaVision, the Falcon yep. and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, What If, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Hawkeye, and then Moon Knight is the other yep. one. So I remember telling, because one of my um, nurse practitioners, one of our NPs, is a huge Marvel fan. Mm. And we were discussing, and she is, like, disgustingly disappointed in the fact that I've not watched anything on the fourth wave, uh, the fourth phase of it, other than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm. So, my reasoning for that was, the first three phases were so fucking good. Mm. Fire. That... It's like, if this isn't equal to that or above it, I'm going to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to know none about it. What? Something just popped in my head that I forgot to mention. What? They played a trailer for the new Doctor Strange, Multiverse that of Madness. Lo- I just got chills. That <laughs> looks fucking dope, fucking right? amazing. She told me, Alexis told me, she's like, you are not allowed to watch that movie until you've watched WandaVision. Yeah, because Scarlet uh, Witch is in it. Yeah. I'm not allowed. She's like, don't even fucking think about it. I don't want to fucking hear it. You need to go watch WandaVision. So I started it. But um, out of the fourth phase, like I watched Winter Soldier and, and the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then I watched Shang-Chi and I liked it. But it's not like... It's not the like the first it's nothing the first nah, waves, no. dude. It's not so, but I think that um that's probably gonna play into. Like I wonder if when that if is that something that's gonna appear on Disney Plus, probably. I wonder if it'll appear under the fourth phase. I actually now that I think about it, I think it said exclusively in theaters. I, I feel like every movie trailer said that at the end, but I could be wrong. But- like at oh, least first, right? Because at least when Black first. Widow came out, no, but you could have paid for it. It was like thirty dollars on Disney. Oh, I mean, Plus. they'll probably do that. But that was like right off the bat. Oh, I don't know. I don't know now. Okay. So anyway, I would happily go see that in theaters. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, for sure. So I also watched something from the MCU and it was Eternals. Is that a movie or a show? It's a movie. I wasn't sure either. I was also not sure about Angelina Jolie. <sighs> you know. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't start at that point. <laughs> I she was not the problem. Um let me give you a quick rundown. Gemma Chan. Do we know her? Okay, that's fine. She's great, though. Uh, Richard Madden. Oh. Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Salma Hayek. Kit Harrington. Salma Hayek? <gasps> Kit Harrington? Oh, that's yes. right. You said the Game of Thrones brothers. Okay. Kumal Nanjiani. You know who this is. You know who that is. He's a comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Liam McHugh. Brian Tyree Henry. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Right there. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Lauren Ridloff, who plays um, a deaf woman. I don't know if she's actually deaf in real life, but she's amazing. Barry Kogan. And I'm not even going to try to say No, I'm going to say it. No, I don't want to <laughs> say it. It'll sound right. Read it. Read it. Read it. My dong suck. <laughs> My dong suck. I don't. I don't know. But My anyways, dong sucks. So dog. they make up the Eternals. Okay, and what are they? Celestial beings. Okay. Um. So we have Gilgamesh. Oh, okay. Super strong. Yep. Right. Um, and it's that Ma guy. Mm-hmm. Then we have Barry, who plays Druig, mm-hmm. and he can manipulate the mind. Oh shit. Lauren Ridloff plays Makari, and she's super fucking fast. Brian Tyree Henry plays Festos. He is a creator of things. Mm-hmm. Leah McFew is Sprite, and she can, like, multiply your... Like, she can make multiples of yourself and... Oh, shit, I Or make you that. go invisible and stuff like that. Uh, Kumail is Kingo, and he... He shoots like uh it's like little bursts of energies that look like bullets out of his hands. Um I need that in my dreams. I feel like whenever I dream, I don't I never have a gun. I always have my finger guns. And it's so well, his stupid. Finger guns work. Damn. His work. Salma Hayek plays Ajax. She is very powerful. She is the leader of the Eternals and she has self-healing powers. Nice. Angelina Jolie plays Athena, aka Athena. Oh. We added the uh, but mm. she that's who she is. So she's like the goddess of war. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Madden plays Icarus. Oh, okay. Who's basically like... He flies. MCU's Superman. Okay. Laser eyes. He flies. He's super strong. He's the strongest of all beings. Mm-hmm. And then we have Gemma Chang as Cersei, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, she can... With her touch, she can make things into other things. So like she can make... Interesting. Okay. She can make a, a brick wall into sand. Nice. Okay. I got you. So, the Eternals have been here for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. They were here after the dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. right? They were sent here to help nourish us and help us succeed and flourish. Okay. And the wheel was invented by Festos, but they made us think that we created it and they lived among us. So we can suck our own dicks. (laughs) They lived among us and they learned our languages and they learned how to use our tools and they provided some insight and some tools themselves. That actually makes sense because that's the whole thing of like aliens really like built the pyramids and they fucking much. They gave us the technology to build things. Pretty fucking much. Right. But the Eternals also have a boss that they report to. So there is a bigger (laughs) boss than them Mm -hmm. getting, giving them their orders. So. They've been here since the beginning of time, and now we're in present time, and they're still fucking here living among us as normal people, waiting on orders to go home. So people get mad because, ah, if the Eternals were here, why weren't they there when Thanos was around? Oh, yeah. Because they are under strict orders to only defend us against one enemy. I forget the fucking name of this creature. And that's the only time that they can interfere. Damn. They're not allowed to interfere with... Like, you can see, like, civil wars happening, and they were right there. And Druid would want to, like, mind control them, and Ajax would have to be like, "You, we can't interfere. You need to let them 
do their thing. Yeah, evolve as they must be as hard. they must. Yeah. <sighs> Listen. Uh oh. The world is bullshit, is all I must say. But the movie was all right. Um the acting was great. <sighs> Something was missing, but I just couldn't put my finger on it. Didn't have that same spark. It didn't have the pizzazz. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think my favorite scene, and I think this was part of the trailers, was when um, Mockery and Icarus, is that what her name was? I'm sorry. Yeah, when Mockery and um, Icarus were fighting, and it's her mm-hmm. like using her flashy like things to just beat the shit out of him. And, you know, I get really upset. Because they're like, oh, you're the strongest one of all of us, Icarus. Why? Because he's strong and he's got laser eyes and he can fly. Like, okay, great. You can fly. You are a long distance fighter. Use a little bitch. Get up in my face. Mm. You might be, you might beat the shit out of me then, but he like laser beamed everybody. Mm. And that's how he was winning. But mockery is very fast. And she was just coming at him from all sides and beating the ever living shit out of him, and I loved it all. Can she? Can she like go to the boys and just kick Homelander's ass? <laughs> if she if seriously, she could do it to him, bro, yeah. seriously, we need her there. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of like Homelander, even as weird. I know, mommy I know. Quirks, I, like. I, I love his origin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Go. No, but it's it's um, nuanced. <laughs> it's it's. So did you not like? I, this? So this is the problem, right? Um, it's good until it's, you find out the plot twist, and then you're like, <gasps> and then it just gets great. But I can't tell you the greatness. Can you tell me off air? Because I'm. Oh, I will it. tell you off air. Okay, good. I will tell you off air. But I don't okay. want to get hate. Yeah, I mean, even though this has been out for some time now, and apparently I'm the last person to fucking watch it. Well, I'm not going to watch it. It didn't. It didn't appeal. It did. To no, me. it didn't. Oh, and Kit Harrington was in there as uh, Cersei's boyfriend. <laughs> but but the same thing with the end credit scenes. He's there's something about his lineage that's important, and a little voice comes out. Just as he's opening this thing that just. Pandora's and box. it's, let me tell you something. No, there's like a sword in the box and he's about to touch it. And do you hear a voice? The voice, the man who paved the way for all Shh. Marvel movies. I'm not going to say a damn thing. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to give any names. Okay. You can tell me after. If but you yeah. know, you fucking know. Okay. But I'll tell you this it's no one current. And it is Shit. fucking shocking. Is that the twist you're I talking about? I almost fell off my seat. No. Oh. Oh. I almost fell off my goddamn seat. I was like, no. <laughs> is that who I think it is? And then Javi was like, yeah. And I was like, no. Dude, <laughs> what the fuck? What's happening? And honestly, it was that one scene. That one scene. Made it all the better. Made the whole movie worth it. Okay, good. Because now I can't wait. Okay, good. To see what's about to happen. Okay, because I was a bit. I was like, oh, you were disappointed. But the but movie itself, I'm like, yeah. You could have just like watched the last. <laughs> yeah, like if I had watched the last thirty minutes, I think I would have pieced everything together and then would have been super excited at the very end. Yeah. How long is it? Is it long? Did it feel like it was wasting your time? Two, two, two and a half hours. Fucking hell! What? Marvel, I get you, bro. bro. I feel like we're just trying to outdo each other. And now the Batman came through with like a three hour fucking movie. And I'm just like, you know, I don't, I I don't like it. Yeah. Because I have to sit here now. And next year, I know some asshole is going to be like, yo, four hours. I was just going to say. And next thing you know, it's going to take a whole eight hour shift to get through a fucking movie. It's like the fucking Hobbit. It's it's nine hours for three movies. At that point, just make it a series. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Just make it But just don't scene. just keep it a movie and then just cut Which it up. Which is exactly what like Falcon and the and the Winter Soldier did and it was so because so I So you don't need see... a beginning and middle and an end for each episode, just keep it going. Yes. I, exactly. Yeah. It was it was a movie split into 8 episodes yeah. and I was like, I like this. Yeah. I yeah. like it. 
I wipe. And it. if you want to binge it, go for it. Yeah. But it gives you an opportunity to take a breather, go to the bathroom, take a shower. Oh my god, you really gotta plan that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Javi was like, okay, I'm gonna go. When we went to the Batman, he's like, I'm. Gonna... But then you went and got a large soda. Oh, I hate leaving in the middle of a movie. Oh god. And I, I was like texting him, and I was like, you literally should have just held it. You should have pissed in the cup. <laughs> well, they have cameras also, so we would have probably yeah. just been escorted right the fuck out, and he would have been like indecent exposure. <laughs> well, he needs to get one of those like hunter ones or whatever, like the travel the, the truckers. So they have this thing called a pierwick, or also known as a cooter canoe. Oh yeah, for chicks. Yeah. yeah. Well, for guys, it's like this condom that slips yeah. over, and you just attach it to a bag. Mm-hmm. So maybe one of those. They yeah. should start selling those at the movie theater. I don't know if I would like that. Like, even- or it depends. Here you go. Cause, yeah, but sometimes you gotta take a massive whiz, and it's just like way too much for this to pend. True, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So okay, we're done here. Yeah, we're done. Okay. All so, right. On that go note, watch some shit. You know this. All good things. All, all good, good things. things. Coda, stuck in love, Morbius, uh, Eternals, and go check out uh, Amanda's boy Trevor. Trevor Wallace. Trevor Wallace. You will not be disappointed. Oh man. All right. Bye guys. Bye.